you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And on this episode, well, we've got plenty to get into, unfortunately, including sad reality. And that's that I have to be done with Alden Smith as a Missouri fan at this point. The guy has run out of chances and excuses at this point in his life. And for as much as we like to talk about mental health in the sports world over the last couple of years, and, and frankly, we should talk about mental health a lot. I think it's a really worthy topic, but let's not make it an excuse for abhorrent behavior. So I'm going to talk about Alden Smith a little bit later, but let's lead with a more entertaining topic and that is the return of the Missouri-Kansas basketball rivalry. Yes, Missouri and Kansas were supposed to play this past season, and well, that would have been nice because guess what? Missouri was probably playing its best basketball in November when that game was scheduled to be played at the T-Mobile Center in KC, but well, for whatever reason, it just wasn't to be. So here's the new schedule for this coming season. We'll play in Lawrence Probably going to be a tough one for a young Tiger team, especially early in the season, but that'll kick off a series of four games every other year, one in one in Lawrence, one in Columbia, then Lawrence, then Columbia. Then finally in 25 and 26, you'll have two games again in Kansas City. And honestly, as we get actually closer to this reality, I'm getting really, really excited for this rivalry to become Exactly that, a reality once again, because, you know, for as much as the SEC has been a positive in many ways for Missouri, you got to miss that rivalry. You're never going to get anything like Kansas, as we all know, and it'll be good for the younger generation, quite honestly, that maybe isn't aware of what a big deal this is. Well, all it's going to take is for these youngsters to be in the crowd a time or two, or even just to witness these games on television because the passion is going to come through your TV screen. No doubt about it. And if you've if you're lucky enough to just attend one of these games, it's going to make new Missouri basketball fans. It just is because frankly just white hot passion has been something that has lacked for many years here at Mizzou Arena and just around this basketball program in general. So, even though obviously Kansas has had Missouri's number over the years. Let's be honest, as they've had everyone's number in the Big 8, Big 12 conference for decades. But again, just the passion that is ignited in this fan base by seeing the Kansas Jayhawks run onto the basketball court can only be nothing but positive for this program, without a doubt in my mind. Now, when it comes to Missouri, Kansas, and football, well, that's actually to get started in the year 2025. Again, same time about when the Tigers and the Jayhawks will be meeting in Kansas City on the hardwood. They'll be reigniting that, that rivalry on the gridiron as well. 
And speaking of KU football, well, we all know that hasn't gone so hot for them in the last 10 years or so. But, you know, with Les Miles ousted, didn't seem like that was going to work out anyway. But now he is left in shame in wake of some LSU rape, allegation, scandal, whatever you want to call that. But Kansas still without an actual head coach. That's how well things are going for them. Basically, that program was under an interim head coach for all of their spring practice season, season which seems rather bizarre. I got to say, you couldn't you couldn't find a head coach before spring practice. I know it would snuck up on you pretty quick, but my goodness, what are we doing here? Does it really take that long to find somebody? Interestingly, Army's Jeff Monken and Louisiana Tech's Skip Holtz, a couple guys who were brought up before Missouri ultimately settled on Eli Drinkwitz, are reportedly in 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 blah, are reportedly in on that job and could be the favorites, at least two of the four favorites or so. So keep your eye out on to find out who the Jayhawks' next head football coach is going to be. But while Kansas football is almost always in disarray, and frankly, Kansas basketball is in a bit of a tough spot right now, well, I'm going to simplify your life right now by telling you about rockauto.com. Yes, bring order to your home by simplifying your auto parts experience and by paying as little as possible. Doesn't that all sound great? Yes, it's win-win over at rockauto.com where they have everything from head headlights, taillights, any type of lights that might go in your car, fog lamps, and stuff on the interior, motor oil, whatever you could possibly imagine. Maybe you need some of that good synthetic stuff while you're hauling that trailer down the highway. Well, definitely get it at rockauto.com. So again, go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Now once again, for all of the consternation regarding the Missouri basketball program and the amount of transfers it has seen this, this past season, well, just for some context... According to Synergy Sports, as of just a couple days ago, 25% of all the points scored in Division I last season have passed through the transfer portal. So it's one thing to say that 25% of all players have passed through. When you say 25% of all points, well, that's kind of adds even more context, doesn't it? Because that shows you that a lot of these players are indeed significant players. These aren't just players that are necessarily been sitting on the back of the bench, like maybe Parker Brown and Torrance Watson to some extent. Guys may be looking for a little bit more playing time. No, a lot of these guys are just looking for new scenery for various different reasons. Now, of course, we focus on football and men's basketball here on Locked On Mizzou, but obviously I follow a lot of Missouri sports, sort of casually, just not as obsessively as I do with the two quote-unquote revenue sports, but 
You know, I was thinking about the women's team the other day and how, boy, these last couple seasons post the Sophie Cunningham era have been a little bit disappointing. I thought, frankly, with Asia Blackwell and Haley Frank in the fold, Missouri would have gotten some better results than they have the past couple seasons. So I think it's fair to say that Robin Pinchton and her squad, her whole staff, they could use a good season this coming year with Frank and Blackwell entering their junior campaigns. But one thing it's nice to note is that, indeed, while things haven't gone perfectly, your best players there, the two I just mentioned, they've stuck around. And for the most part, so is the rest of the roster. Now, a couple couple young ladies transferred this offseason, but certainly not the type of exodus that you've seen maybe in the women's game, or I'm sorry, in the men's game versus in the women's game. So that got me thinking, is this more of a revenue sport thing than it is a non-revenue sport thing when it comes to the mass exodus of players throughout these sports? Well, the women's basketball team might have pointed to that, but boy, you look at the volleyball team and there really has been a lot of young ladies transferring from there as well, considering volleyball Maybe they finished a little bit disappointing in the tournament. I don't know. You volleyball fans tell me. But just from the sort of outside looking in, that team finished ranked inside the top 25. But now you've got six players and some really significant ones, including Tiano Mazic, who just transferred here a couple years ago from Illinois. Well, a week or so ago, she put on her Instagram that she was coming back. But now... For whatever reason, she's now entering the transfer portal. So I don't know. I'm starting to think this is more of a sign of the times throughout all of sports than it is something that's specific to basketball or football. And especially basketball on the men's side is where most people have noticed the uptick in transfers. I also have to wonder how much social media is factoring into this new trend, this new society that we're all living in where we have to tell everybody what we're doing every moment of our lives. Now, just think about what I said. I, Tiana Omazic is telling us all what she's doing on her Instagram feed almost 24 hours a day. And in fact, if years ago, gosh, it wouldn't have been 15, 20 years ago, if you had dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of pictures of just yourself just literally yourself posted on a website, well, you would have been considered pretty wildly narcissistic. But you know what? That's not a criticism of, of Tiana by any stretch of the imagination. Lots of young people do this. This is just our this is just our new society. This is our new world. But if this is our if look at me is our new cult is our new culture, well what's better for a look at me culture than a recruiting battle? Now, when you're in high school, to me, it's one thing if you want to sort of revel in being wanted, hey, I've never had this kind of attention in my life. Maybe you put some stuff out on social media like, hey, I got an offer from Georgia. Hey, I got an offer from Xavier or whatever it might be. Good for you. I don't really have much of a problem with that. Is it part of look at me culture? Well, absolutely. But if I were an 18-year-old and all the colleges in the country were trying to chase me down, I'm sure I would lean into that as well. But I got to admit, when you're doing it a second time or a third time, 
in the cases of some of these people where, hey, look at me, it's another recruiting battle. Well, wait, wait a second. It's almost, it's almost like Gabe DeArmond actually made a good point here. He said it's almost like your second wedding. Hey, I can be happy for you, but don't expect me to maybe give you as good of a wedding gift the second time. My point is, while definitely this COVID year and special rules that have been in place because of it, well, it's created some special circumstances for sure that have allowed probably more transfers than usual, but is this more of a trend or a blip? Well, in my opinion, it certainly seems like more of a trend. Expect to see plenty of transfers in all sports from here on forward, I would imagine. And I do want to get into Alden Smith and the state of, well, just the mental health movement in sports. But first, hey, remember when I was talking about Bitcoin and Sean Culkin the other day? Well, you can buy in with Bitcoin at betonline.ag. And and by the way, just to be clear, Bitcoin truly is the only cryptocurrency that I really believe in, just to, just to be really quick here. But regardless, whether you're buying in with dollars or Bitcoin, you got to go to betonline.ag. It's really the best place to bet online. And best of all, we here at Locked On have a great deal for you. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use that promo code Locked On at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Definitely check them out for any and all NFL mock NFL draft prop bets, I should say, involving Nick Bolton or anybody you can possibly imagine. By the way, just one more final note on transfers. One thing that has been noted is that now that there's a one-time transfer rule, essentially you can transfer without penalty, without sitting out one time in your career. Well, what does that mean for graduate transfers? Well, essentially, if you've already taken your one-time transfer without penalty, well, you can't do the usual grad transfer thing that we've all become accustomed to in recent years with guys like Alex Oriaki or Keith Schamberger in basketball or guys like Damon Hazleton, who might hear his name called this weekend in the NFL draft, on the football field. So that trend may actually slow down a little bit if that's the thing, at least in, in some small way. But you know what? Enough with the transfer talk. I want to talk about Alden Smith and the state of the mental health movement in sports. I just think there we need to make something abundantly clear when it comes to when we should be sympathetic with people and when we should clearly be sympathetic to victims, right? Now, when Fox Sports' Jay Glazer was telling people that Alden Smith had really transformed his life, he had become sober, become a different type person, I think all of us Missouri fans wanted to believe that. I think Jay himself certainly wanted to believe that. Now, I'm not when I say want to believe that, I'm not even saying Jay was wrong, but unfortunately... It appears that Alden Smith has backslid once again in his life because, well, he is facing second-degree battery charges. And, by the way, if convicted, he could face up to eight years in prison. Currently, he is scheduled to be arraigned on July 14th. Now, this battery charge 
elevated to second degree because apparently Alden Smith choked a man unconscious. They didn't just get into a, a scuffle or something. Apparently, either with it's unclear what happened. Apparently, there is video that has not been released by the police, to my knowledge. Nobody's gotten any footage or anything like that. But again, this happened in a coffee shop. And for as many times as we've, as some of us want to give Alden Smith a second chance, maybe give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe, maybe I could have given him the benefit of the doubt if this happened in a bar. But again, I would still be going, why are you in a bar when you're supposedly supposed to be sober and trying to change your life around? I'm just saying, again, in bars, sometimes things happen. Sometimes men can be aggressive, and sometimes you can just get into a fight that isn't really your fault. But at a coffee shop, I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Who's ever gotten into a physical... Raise your hand if you've ever gotten into a physical altercation in a coffee shop. What are we talking about here? And the point I want to make with Alden Smith is, I'm sure that he had a tough upbringing. I'm sure that as a child, he had awful things probably happen to him, for all I know. This is pure speculation. This is stuff that I've heard, you know, just through the grapevine or whatever. I'm sure he had it rough. It may be way rougher than any of us could have possibly imagined. And when it comes to mental health, we should always try to help those people. Absolutely. And not only just help them for themselves, but just all of society so they don't become something that is, frankly, dangerous and uncontrollable. Because right now it appears that's what Alden Smith is. You try to help people as much as you possibly can who have mental health problems. But when they start becoming a literal danger to other human beings, when they start actually hurting other human beings, when they start choking people out, with either their bare hands or some sort of MMA chokehold that he may have learned at the Jay Glazer MMA gym, well, I'm sorry, you've got to go away for a while. you probably got to go to jail. Like, I'm not a big jail guy, but when you're choking people out in a coffee shop, I'm sorry, you're a dangerous human being, and we, we don't need to have sympathy for you right now. Like, to me, the sympathy, the rehab, all that stuff, that's basically got to come to an end once you start hurting other human beings. That's where I draw the line. So while certainly I don't wish Alden Smith any harm by any stretch of the imagination, the idea that I'm ever going to give him a second chance ever again, again, assuming that all of this is true, assuming that the police are telling the truth here, and again, in Alden Smith's case, he's run out of the benefit of the doubt for me. I have zero reason to believe that all of this is true or that the police would have somehow made this up or are lying about him specifically. I find that unbelievably hard to believe. So assuming all this is true, Alden, I can't be a fan of yours anymore and I can't wish you to get any more second chances. And frankly, you should never play football again. Just enough with you. You're an embarrassment to the sport. Go away. And if, and if in 10 years you can somehow prove or something that you're a better human being, well, great. But at this point, I'm really, I really probably won't be that impressed. It's going to take a lot to impress me at this point. And it saddens me to say that because he was a really fun guy to watch play football. But you know what? There's a lot more things that are important than football. 
But of course, hey, we do have plenty of football in this world. Thank goodness, because that's a lot more fun to talk about than physical assault. And tonight, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft tonight through May 1st. And by the way, if Nick Bolton gets picked tonight, tomorrow, well, your boy is standing by to offer my thoughts live during the draft. I'm really excited about this. I get to be an actual draft guru, possibly. Well, we'll see. We'll see if they need me or not, but I'm certainly going to be on standby. But regardless, it's going to be a lot of really fun coverage. Locked On's really done a fabulous job with their draft coverage, and I'm sure the Draft Network will be a great partner for this whole thing. So hopefully we'll see you all there, and I will see you all next time right here on Locked On Mizzou. Thank you